This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. The world is a dangerous place to live in, not because of the people who are evil, but because of the people who don't do anything about it. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Well, you heard it, patriots. The world is a dangerous place to live. Yep, it's going to get harder and harder to live in this world. Oh, maybe that is the perspective that you are being fed. So today, got a big show for you today because we're going to talk about is the world really getting better? Is the end of the world closer than we really think it is? Last but not least, the truth is always hidden in propaganda. Talk a little bit about propaganda and how it hides the truth. So let's start off with, is the world actually getting better? Forbes magazine, which I normally don't pay attention to because, you know, it's Forbes. It's the world, it's the financial people, it's everybody in charge. But I found an article on November the 30th of 2017 written by Steve Denning that I think is amazing. And I think it's actually true. And the statistics slash facts are brought out. Yes, wait a minute, facts. The truth of how the world is actually doing better and why hardly anyone knows it. Why do you not know that the world is getting better? Because of the propaganda. It's really that simple. Human beings love to strive on the negative. Good never does anything in the media world as far as bringing them money. So they always talk about the bad and how bad everything is. So listen to what Steve writes in Forbes. Read the news, and you can see that the world is going to hell in a handbasket. And fast. Terrorism, nuclear weapons, economic stagnation, social unrest, autocratic leaders, structural unemployment, growing hopelessness. The opium epidemic, increased inequality, xenophobia, economic migration, recession, financial bubbles, recession, depression, and the list goes on and on and on. So, when a recent survey asks, all things considered, do you think the world is getting better 
or is it getting worse? The results were predictably bleak. In Sweden, only 10% thought things are getting better. And in the United States, it was only 6%. Hardly anyone thinks the world is getting better. And yet, the facts show otherwise. In a powerful study entitled The Short History of Global Living Conditions and Why It Matters That We Know by Max Roser, an economist at the University of Oxford and the founder of Our World in Data. We learned that on virtually all of the key dimensions of human material well-being, that's poverty, literacy, health, freedom, and education, the world is in an extraordinary better place than it was just a couple centuries ago. About a thousand years ago, just a couple of centuries. And these are facts, and I believe what this man is telling us. World population living in extreme poverty. That's a good indication of how the world is getting better or worse. In 1820, 90% of the world lived in poverty. And poverty is described as not being able to provide for yourself. Struggling for food, struggling for medical, struggling for housing, all these things that help a human being to survive and feel comfortable in the world that they live in. In 2015, only 10% of the world now lives in poverty. Literate and illiterate world population. So now we're talking about individuals that can't defend for themselves, learning how to take care of themselves. That's what literacy is. It's not just reading and being able to read. It's actually having the skills necessary to provide for yourself. In 1800, 90% of the world was illiterate. And that was because of the dictators of the world. They didn't want the populace to be able to take care of themselves because of power. And they provided everything supposedly that they needed. In 2015, however, 18% of the world is now illiterate. From 90 to 18% in just over 200 years. Here's another good one. Global child mortality. So how many children actually make it in this world? In 1800, 43% did not live past five years old. Almost half the population in 1820, or I'm sorry, 1800, died before they were even five years old. Again, because of medical conditions that they lived in, all of these things across the globe. In 2015, 8% of the population did not live past five years old. Big, big difference. However, remember, these numbers are not taking in consideration abortions, 
people that never had the chance to live at five years old. If abortion was outlawed across the globe, that percentage would be tremendously less of the population being able to make it to five years old. Last one I want to cover here is people that actually live in a democratic country where people have a say, some type of say, in how they live and how they progress in life and not being relied upon a government that provides them with everything. In 1800, 1% of this globe was in a democracy state. U.S. was one of them. Total population, only 1%. In 2015, 50% of the population of this world live in a democracy, in some type of individual freedom. 50% in just 215 years on the planet. So as you can see, the world is not a dangerous or terrible place to live. Matter of fact, it's a million times better than it was just 200 plus years ago. But that's not what the powers to be want you to believe. They want to instill in you that you can't survive, you can't live in this world without us, without the power that we have to make life better for you. This is absolute proof that this is a lie. With that said, if the world is so good, then why are many religious believers, especially Christians as myself, want to say, well, the world's coming to an end. It's closer than you think. This is from BeliefNet. Never heard of them before. Just searched on the internet and found the five particular signs that they're saying that the world ending is closer than we believe. The first one is the rising persecution of Christians. Yes, Christians are persecuted throughout the globe. Now, when they say rising persecution, compared to what? Compared to after Jesus died and ascended and the Christians were persecuted by the Romans? Is that what you're comparing it to? Or are you comparing it to today and the population of Christians being persecuted. They are being persecuted, and they shouldn't be, but they are. And Jesus Christ told us, the world does not like you. They didn't like Jesus Christ, and they will not like you. And they will continue to persecute you until Jesus Christ comes back. It's that simple. Christians will be hated by all nations. Exactly what Christ said. All nations will leave their decision upon global world dominance. And Christians will continue to be 
persecuted because they hate us. They hate the truth. That's how simple it is. They hate the truth. This is ingrained in the fallen man that you hate the truth. You hate the light. You hate the love that Jesus Christ brought to this planet. Many will turn away from the faith. Number three, they're judging that the world's going to come to an end because many people are becoming Christians and then they're turning from the faith. And that is true. If you're not a true Christian and then you think of the world in worldly ways, you're going to turn from the faith. You're going to decide, well, Christ and what he stands for is not doing anything for me, so I'm losing my faith. The love of most will grow cold. I'm sitting here telling you right now that that is not strange. The world has always been that way. The world has always not had love. It's all about power, dictatorship, and so forth. But I disagree with that. The world and the people in it love each other much more than they did even 200 years ago. Whether they're Christians or not, people are generally getting better at being good. Last but not least, the gospel will be preached in all nations. And this is true. Jesus said to the disciples, go out and preach the gospel in all nations. So they're using this as a judgment call, saying that once the gospel is preached in all nations, all the unreached people groups, as they call it, then the world will come to an end. It's possible. I don't know. As a Christian, all I know is what the gospel and what God's word tells me. And what I believe in is the God of complete sovereignty over the world. He's the one that determines how this world will end and when it will end. Anyone that tries to predict when Jesus Christ will come and when will earth, the earth will end, I have to say they're probably going to be living a difficult life. We must always turn to Christ and always expect him to come back. But we can't live in a world where we're trying to judge when that's going to happen. And all Christians, even myself, have been down that road many times and listening to Bible prophecy and so forth. So my eyes are beginning to open up that the world is a great place. It's not hell on earth. But what it is, it is a representation of the good that man has done over time in the process of understanding that we're all individuals, especially the fact that 50% of the world is in a democracy, where at least we have the freedom to determine our own lives. So if you're thinking that the world's going to come to an end, I'm here to tell you, you need to stop thinking that. What you need to think instead is that the world is a place that I live in. 
and how I view the world needs to be judged upon the Word of God and your inner strength and your inner faith and not what is being brought to your eyes and the ears by the propaganda of the world. I'm going to give you an, a great example of this propaganda and how the propaganda works. It affected me, but when I read this story and I listened to what this individual said, then I realized I was wrong because I was put in the same place that lots of people are being put in by the propaganda of the world. DMX is a, or was, a rap star. And growing up in the 70s and the 80s, we didn't listen to rap because it virtually didn't exist. And when I started hearing that music, I realized, oh, these people are all messed up. The culture's all messed up. These people are evil, you know, etc. And believe me, there's a lot of rap songs out there that are very, very bad for anyone to listen to, much less children. However, God has a purpose for every person in this world and their life. And DMX rapper, the guy I'm going to talk about, is a prime example of how you can be deceived of the truth and what the truth is. And this is the article from the Daily Wire. When DMX asked people to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, yes, a rapper, came to Christ, supported Christ, lived by Christ before he died on Friday. He was 50 years old. He died of a heart attack that put him on life support for a week. While many in the media will note his musical accomplishments and the troubled life he led as a result, it should be remembered that DMX was an out and proud Christian who always returned to God. This individual in his early life went to jail, drugs, all of that stuff, living in that culture that he lived in. But he eventually realized and came to Christ and understood his faults as a human being. In 2020, for instance, in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, he led an online Bible study where he called upon his followers to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. At that time, Roof, Rough Riders, which is part of his group, Singer led over 14,000 viewers on a study of verses from Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1 through 8, that focus on the changing of seasons. And this is what he said. This is what he read out of the Bible. There's a point in time for everything, and there's a time for every event under heaven. Time to be born, a time to die. Time to plant and a time to uproot, time to kill, and a time to heal, time to tear down, and a time to build, time to weep, and a time to laugh, time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones, and a time to gather them, 
A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. Time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to hear and a time to mend. A time to silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. At times, the rapper would deliver sermons about him being God's child and the need to have wisdom in times of uncertainty. The word says many people perish for the lack of knowledge. Perish is not always dying. It's being lost. It's not being found, not being able to be found. God is giving you the time. He's giving you the time to get closer to him, to become familiar with him, he later added. On keeping the faith during his pandemic, the rapper said to learn or to lean on God's will and not try to decipher it so intensely. At the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, it's going to be God's will, he said. If you try to understand why he does what he does, you're just going to end up with a headache. Just do the right thing. It blew my mind when I read this and just changed my whole atmosphere and my heart of understanding how Christ works in this world. I have a different perspective today from leading a life of Christ, but yet also understanding the confusion of the world that I had. It's amazing what God will do with your heart when you ask the truth for him to come and show you the light and show you the way. He believed in his heart that the world is a good place. It is not a dangerous place to live. He believed that we as human beings have the opportunity to turn around our lives and become part of God's will and do what God wants us to do. That's what makes the world wonderful. That's what makes the world what it is today. I'm going to leave you with this. For every bad thing, which is tremendous in this world, there are millions of bad events that happen in this world, from individual events to national events to worldly events. But I'm here to tell you, there are millions more great things, wonderful God will things in this world that happens that you don't know of. Because one, the world doesn't want to tell you that. Two, it is in the human heart to not want to understand the will of God and to fight back and live the life that they want to live and not the life that God gives you. Search in your heart, search in your soul for what God wants for you. And I guarantee you, your life 
will come to a level of understanding that you as a person would never be able to do and never be able to understand. I'm going to leave you with one of my favorite songs from Louis Armstrong. And I actually used to sing this in karaoke days, believe it or not, when I used to sing karaoke. And I did pretty good at representing Louis Armstrong, believe it or not. But I'm going to leave you with this. But I'm asking you to share the podcast far and wide. Get it out there. Let people hear the truth. And I do the research so you don't have to. So all you have to do is tune in to the Patriot cause, and I'm going to give you the truth. I'm going to give you the knowledge that helps you to understand the world that we live in today and what you can do to help improve your life. And last but not least, improve the American values that were instilled in you. Because without America, I guarantee you, God put this country on this planet so that those numbers that I talked about from Forbes came to life. That millions of people are no longer in poverty. Millions of people are no longer illiterate. Millions of children are being born and living past five years old. And we have a whole lot more countries in this world that are democratic and believe in the freedom of individuals than we ever did in the history of this planet. So love you, share the podcast, and trust in God in all ways, and he will deliver you into a wonderful world. I see trees of green Red roses too I see them blue For me and you And I think to myself What a wonderful world I see skies of blue And clouds of white Bright blessed day, the dark sacred night, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. The colors of the rainbow, so pretty in the sky, are also on the faces. Of people going by, I see friends shaking hands, saying, How do you do? They're really saying, I love you. I hear babies cry, I watch them grow, they learn much more than I ever knew. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Yes, 
Wonderful.